The deep state wants your children under the guise of protecting them from you. And that's exactly what's coming, folks, if we don't get serious about rebuking and pushing back government control over our families and over our children. So be careful. I'm Alex Newman, and you are watching Behind the Deep State. So Nationalist Socialist mass murderer Adolf Hitler, the Nazi, understood that, and I quote, he alone who owns the youth gains the future. Uh, Chairman Mao, Lenin, Stalin, Pol Pot, every tyrant of the last hundred years has understood that same thing. Uh, Karl Marx explained it in Principles of Communism. Even before the Communist Manifesto, he wrote that the education of all children from the moment that they can get along without a mother's care shall be in state institutions at state expense. They will be government children, in short. And obviously, the deep state understands very well that if they are going to own the future, they must own the children. And today, the deep state barely even bothers to conceal its agenda anymore. Watch far-left deep state extremist militia. Melissa Harris-Perry on MSLSD. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities. Once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households, then we start making better investments. Collective child rearing. Yeah, you heard her correctly. Children don't belong to their parents. They belong to whole communities, right? Uh, Black Lives Matter, the uh, front group for the establishment funded by George Soros, Marxist group consulting ancestor spirits. Go back and watch our video. Uh, they say on their website, right? You go, what we believe, they say, and I quote, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children. Okay, if you want to give your children to be collectively cared for by Black Lives Matter Marxist spirit summoners, be my guest, but leave the rest of us out of it, please. Now, government officials are in on this as well. Check out uh, Obama's education secretary, Mr. Arnie Duncan, who served for seven years. Watch this. The one idea I threw out that I uh, wanted to sort of road test it with the kids who they thought is the idea of public boarding schools. And that's a little bit of a you know, different idea or a controversial idea. But the question is, do we have some children where there's not a mom, there's not a dad, there's not a grandma, there's just nobody home? And there are certain kids we should have 24-7 to really create a safe environment and give them a chance. Um, I think all of our schools should be community centers. Our schools should be open 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Yeah, full-service community schools. They're going to have some children 24-7, right? And, I mean, if you read the details of these proposals, and, and these things are actually now coming to pass. They've already unleashed huge amounts of funding for these full-service community schools. They're going to take care of the dental health of your children, the nutrition of your children. They'll get them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, they're going to do their mental health and pretty much everything, right? Even bedtime stories soon, I guess, and, and goodnight hugs. Now, uh, this has become official government policy. Back in uh, 2015, as the Obama regime was winding down, the Department of Health and Human Services and the Department of Education released this crazy policy document where they described parents as as, quote, 
equal partners with the government in the raising of their own children. But it's not really an equal partnership. The government will be the senior partner. They want mandatory home visits to see that you're uh, supervising the slaves properly. They want parent training to make sure that you are uh, properly trained to care for the state's children, and so much more. Uh, We wrote about this extensively in The New American. We were some of the only ones in the country who exposed this. But this is now the agenda of the government. Fortunately, President Trump has tried to put a halt to some of this, but if you think it's gone, you're not paying attention. Now, in 2016, the United Nations, the Dictators Club, and the Obama administration got together and they founded this initiative called End Violence Against Children. And if you disagree with them, you love violence against children, right? Uh, Obviously, that's ridiculous. But if you actually read this, if you go to the website that they created, they say, and I quote, almost 1 billion children are subjected to physical punishment on a regular basis. And as you dig down into this, what you find is that they consider loving discipline of children to be child abuse, right? They think they're going to protect your children from you. And that means if you use the UN's own criteria that hundreds of millions, maybe even billions of parents are in the crosshairs, they will become criminals. And this has already happened in multiple countries, starting with Sweden back in the late 1970s. They made it a crime to discipline your own children uh, using spankings, using slaps, using something that the government describes as humiliating, right, which could be, hey, go stand in the corner and touch your nose. Uh, and you know, isn't it ironic that these people think they're going to protect our own children from us? Well, let's take a look at the UN's track record. Just in the last 10 years, okay, just in the last decade, UN troops and international peacekeeping whatevers and aid workers have raped 60,000 women and children. That's according to an estimate by Hear Their Cries, a a wonderful organization, uh, including many former high-level UN officials and UN investigators. And that's using the UN's own data, right? Do you trust those people to take care of your children? If so, I would say you're a very bad parent. Now, This is coming in with Joe Biden. Uh, We talked recently about how he plagiarized his Build Back Better campaign. And if you watch his propaganda about it, he's openly telling you he wants the government to take care of your children starting at age three, just like Karl Marx. Check this out. In order to build back better, we have to prioritize our caregiving workforce and free up hardworking Americans. My plan will put three million Americans to work. We'll work with states offer every three and four-year-old child in America access to free, high-quality preschool. Now, this is not a new agenda, right? Hillary Clinton also has been saying this since at least the 1990s. She wrote her creepy book, It Takes a Village. Check out this clip from 1996. And we have learned that to raise a happy, healthy, and hopeful child, it takes a family. It takes teachers, it takes clergy, it takes business people, it takes community leaders, it takes those who protect our health and safety. It takes all of us. So the United Nations now is at the forefront of this effort to hijack control of children. Uh, They want a global ban on spanking. They've even got this UN Convention on the Rights of the Child. And oh, that sounds so wonderful, the rights of the child. But when you actually read it, what you see is it is the total and complete demolition of parental rights and parental authority. They say in this agreement that all decisions must be made, quote, in the best interests of the child. 
And that sounds cute until you realize that parents don't decide what is in the best interest of the child. The government and the United Nations decide that. Yes, that's how it works. Now, what does this look like in practice? We already know. In 2014, the Scottish Parliament passed the Children and Young People Bill, citing the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child. And as part of this, they assigned a government overseer to every single child from birth to age 18 in the entire nation of Scotland. Two years later, they announced that the government's named person, as they call these overseers, uh, are going to have to push homosexuality, gender confusion, and political left-wing globalist propaganda on the children they are assigned to oversee. Okay, this is where this is going, folks. Now, fortunately, the United States has not ratified the UN Convention on the Rights of the Child, and the globalists will never let us hear the end of it, right? Oh, how dare you? You just hate children, right? And puppies, okay, <laughs> and uh, everything else. But this is getting serious, guys. The attacks on parental rights are already in America. Think about the attacks on the parental rights when it comes to medical freedom. Okay, uh, A free people would have strong families as the fundamental unit of society, and parents would make decisions for the children, since children are not old enough to make those decisions for themselves. That includes things like decisions on medical treatment, to vaccinate or not to vaccinate to allow a child to have his or her genitals mutilated and breasts removed as part of a sex change surgery or not. And yet today we find in America, the government wants to force every child to be vaccinated. They want to force uh, children into this uh, transgender stuff without the consent of their parents. Uh, in Minnesota, as one interesting example, there was this 15-year-old uh, boy who started thinking he was a girl. Uh, the parents obviously were, were not okay with uh, allowing this child to be sterilized and, and mutilated. Uh, but the school system, the government school system, took him to go have his genitals surgically removed. Uh, check out this video from his mom. I just learned that uh, he obtained this this piece of paper stating a notice of emancipation and with that he was able to obtain um, all sorts of different things that uh, were not under my supervision or consent. The lawsuit that we're filing right now in the U.S. District Court is a federal uh, due process uh, uh, clause claim and what Anne-Marie is the mother of a, a minor child who uh, without her consent and without court order has been able to get government funding for an elective uh, medical procedure from Park Nicollet to change his identity, JDK's identity, uh, from boy to girl. The research that I've done on these hormone replacement drugs um, and, and the, the answers that I've come to are severe. I've learned that they can cause um, sterility, meaning if he changed his mind later in life, he would never be able to have biological children. Okay, California, same thing, right? I, I even pulled some documents right off the uh, County Department of Education website. They've got a, a gender support plan and an individual transition plan where they talk about how they're going to hide the fact that you are calling yourself a, a girl or a boy from your parents and your new name. They're going to help you uh, facilitate getting your genitals removed or surgically mutilated. They're going to help you get on hormones and puberty blockers and all the rest of it, right? Now they're coming for the homeschoolers uh, very openly, uh, a totalitarian at Harvard a law professor by the name of Elizabeth Bartholet, who runs the, quote, child advocacy program, right? Again, they're going to protect children from their parents. Uh, she recently put out an article in the Arizona Law Review headlined, Homeschooling, Parent Rights Absolutism Versus Child Rights to Education and Protection. And this totalitarian anti-family extremist 
promotes, and I quote, a presumptive ban on homeschooling with the burden on parents to demonstrate justification for permission to homeschool. Right? In other words, parents, you beg the real overseers of the child, the government, for permission to educate your own children. Why does that sound like Adolf Hitler? Oh, that's right. That's because Adolf Hitler was the first leader in the world to make it a crime for parents to educate their own children without permission from the government uber alles, right? Um, Bartholet's sidekick, this guy, law professor James Dwyer of Williams and Mary College, uh, he and Bartholet were going to set up this conference. Luckily, it got canceled. Thank you, coronavirus. But uh, this fringe activist slash law professor, he believes that it is the government that gives parents authority over their children. He said, and I quote, the reason that parent-child relationship exists is because the state confers legal parenthood on people through its paternity and maternity laws. And apparently he was saying that seriously. Uh, he actually had an article where he debunks parental rights, and he argues that there's no such thing as parental rights, only permissions from government to perform certain parental duties. Okay, These are the attitudes of the mass-murdering totalitarians who butchered millions of people in the last century. These people must be resisted, they must be opposed, and their lies must be exposed. There is nobody on the planet that loves a child more than his or her parents. That's obvious. I don't care if you're a Christian and you believe the Bible. I don't care if you are an evolutionist and you believe that slime turned into monkeys and then uh, people popped out. No matter what you believe, it is obvious. It is self-evident that there's nobody on the planet that loves children more than their own parents do. We do not need child-raping UN bureaucrats. We don't need governments. We don't need dictators and bureaucrats to raise children. That's what we have parents for. That's why God gave parents to children and children to parents, right? That is the parent's job. We must we must protect parental rights, folks. If they get control of the children, just as Adolf Hitler explained, they will own the future. God gave those children to us, not to the government, not to the deep state, and so we must expose them and oppose them. If you liked this video, then click that subscribe button with the little bell. If you didn't like this video, you're probably a member of the deep state. Am I wrong? Hmm? Prove it. Hit the subscribe button. Just kidding. Thanks again, folks. God bless.